0: The Desert Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda.
1: Good evening and welcome to Desert Island Discs. I'm Flavia Tumsime and if you've missed any of the past shows, we're on podcasts wherever you find your podcasts as Capital FM Uganda. Tonight, I am excited to host a friend. This one, I think we're just reminiscing off the show that we've kind of seen each other grow in our careers and our lives, um, which in hindsight, sometimes things go by quickly and you don't really go back to look at the depth of the story. So I'm excited to hear or fill in the gaps She is an actress, you've probably seen her, on a little show called Prestige (laughs) and many other great things. She was actually one of the features in Last King of Scotland. For some reason, that thumbnail is stuck there when they talk about Last King of Scotland. You're also a writer, I think we'll get into that. Um, But you've also been, I don't know whether to call it a dancer or more of a musician in a whole as a creative. Cleopatra Koheri. Now, your name, your surname... (laughs) <laughs> I feel like a lot of people butcher it. Kohirwe, Kohirwe. Kohirwe. Yeah, there you yes. go. No <laughs>
2: Kohirwa. Yes. But I feel like, like a lot of people just... So it's like just, Yes, yeah. Kohirwe. Or to be given, because I was told it means to be given, to yes. be lucky, yes. the gifted or one. Or to be blessed. Or to yeah. be blessed, yes. yes so indeed. it's Kohirwe, but we say Kohirwe. And some people will say Joe yeah, Regio I'm like no 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 it's
1: Kohirwe. Welcome to Desert Island Disc.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Flavia. Yes,
1: we've known each other for almost Goodness. two decades. Yes, Plus, yes, yes, yes. Career-wise, we've worked together in certain places, certain yes. parts. I'll help her tell a bit of a story later <laughs> on, <laughs> um, because I don't think she had my perspective on that part of her life. Oh, but oh, okay. let's start. Mm-hmm. I want you to go anywhere in your childhood, as young as you can be. Drop us there and let's start <laughs> your it story. Like therapy, <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> well, if I'm to go back to my childhood, the uh, one memory that comes to mind is me. Dancing and singing for my mom. Mm. Yes, I used to do that a lot, right. and also trying on her shoes, oh. uh, wearing her clothes, arranging her things at the dresser uh, to impress her. Oh dear! And uh, and that's what my daughter is doing now. Uh, imagine me. full circle. Yes, yeah, full circle. <laughs> yeah. I think I loved my childhood a lot more. Mm. They say adulting is not easy, right? Mm. But I, when I look back to my childhood, I always have this nostalgic. And happy feeling, right? Um, because it's filled with a lot of like good memories, and um, it takes me back to moments with my mom, she passed on when I was 15. So it takes me back to that space where I used to enjoy watching TV, like you know, the Family Matters, Clap 2 7. Some people are like, What's that? But yeah, <laughs> those are the amazing sitcoms I used to watch back then that was such nice family entertainment, mm. which I mm-hmm. feel we are lacking right now.
1: I've well, never actually heard about any of your siblings is it uh, just you? I was
2: actually just the only one mm. but I have my cousins the four boys who most oh yes, people know are my brothers too. yes I've grown up with them some people actually believe they're my brothers but they're my cousins I'm the older one mm. and uh, it's Jig Mazima Tare yes. Havasa, and um, Pomid anyway, you have always speak names. so
1: well of them yes for years I'm and so years.
2: fond of them those are my brothers and mm. for them they also say that's our sis man that's mm. our sis there's one who keeps insisting. Okay, they all kind of try <laughs> to insist how, um, how I'm older. Mm-hmm. But people always think they're older because ah, now they're much taller. They have yeah. beards. They're all looking, you know, <laughs> macho. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they tease me that they now call me kid sis. Mm, Oh,
1: dear. It's so hilarious. But yes. you um, talked about mom and the, the beautiful memories yes. you have of mom. I haven't heard that.
2: Imagine that. Mm. Mm. Um, I didn't grow up with my dad. He passed on before I was born. Yes. My mom was heavily pregnant with me. Can you imagine what oh, she went no. through, eh? Right. So now that we're moms, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, my mom was some <laughs> a woman, strong woman. Because yeah. I never saw her break. And for me, it's like I have a glimpse of her once or twice catching her sad or catching her, you know. But, eh, for me, I think I've broken down in front of my daughter.
1: <laughs> Many times, Many, yeah.
2: like, uh, she'll see it. She'll sense it. Mommy, uh, Then she'll give me a hug. But yeah. it's just like, and I'm not showing it, but she'll feel it. Yeah. But, yeah my mom was eh, something else eh? Mm. yeah so i didn't see and meet my dad i just got to know about him much later Mm. when i was about my daughter's age nine
0: that's
2: when she sat me down to tell me okay this is the story and then she got out the albums Mm. and then she got out the the truth you know like there was a a whole file my mom used to work in the government Mm. she was in the iso Mm president's office so their job was kind of also very delicate and but by the time i think my dad was killed he was part of the people trying to fight for that revolution mm-hmm. for the current president to the be in power terms. so he got killed so she had to tell me all that imagine and this came after me thinking another guy was my dad
1: whoa yeah uh, he was with
2: there with uh, with me from the age of about three so mm-hmm. Okay. He was really like more like the father figure kind of had. And then we looked alike. He was brown oh as well. <laughs> he was so nice to me. Mm. And then he disappeared. Now that I'm also a mom mm-hmm. and and a single mom, I could say a single mom. Her dad is involved. We are going to get into that. Yeah. But like I'm not married. And we're not engaged. So I'm kind of like that. So
1: you can see how that picture would have. I, yes. yes that like like story the picture would have of him
2: now leaving at mm. some point because it could be difficult because of a child though it yeah. could be difficult because our priorities are different and yep. um, this is a guy who had no kids you know so when I look back now I'm like Maybe things just were complicated. Like they love each other, but But it just didn't work out. Is
1: that what triggered the conversation of this is who your dad is? And I kept
2: asking, yeah, because when he disappeared, when he went to (laughs) MIA. You're
1: like, excuse me. Let me
2: use that that (laughs) language of, you know, when he went to MIA, I'm like, but mom, where is dad? And Mm. then, you know, where is dad? Oh, he's coming. uh, I'll talk Mm. on the phone. Hello. Those days of. (laughs)
0: Those phones. Uh,
2: Then you talk, I talk to him, then I feel better, then maybe he sends a gift, and um, boom, he's around somewhere, you know? Until I'm like, no, come on, mom, it's been a while. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't get it. And now, you know what? You're growing to that stage where at school, Everybody talks about mom and dad, yes. mom and dad. Then you start realizing that people have wedding photos. And mm. the things I went through, my daughter <laughs> is actually, you know, she also asked me about a wedding photo. The
1: same questions you had? Yes. Imagine.
2: Uh, and then I'm like, mom, talking is missing. Mm. Like, what's going on? I want to know, where is dad? I,
1: yes. Like, now I was
2: getting agitated. But at
1: that, at that point, the dad you're asking for is the one you know the one I know. Yes. Mm. You know you don't know that there's another person. You're just asking no. for where is I'm this person. I'm asking
2: for where is dad <laughs> eh? where did, where he, did go? he go to? Mm. And then that's when she sat me down at uh, age nine to tell me the truth. Wow. And I kind of, I was hurt. Mm. I was really hurt. And then I got mad at her. As I was about say, did you it blame was like her? Mm. And, and then I, I blamed her. Like, how do you not tell me something like this? And she's like, no, you are too young to understand. That's true. Which I understand now. Mm. And, I, and she was just like, it I think even for her, it was breaking her on the inside because he died at a time that she really needed him. So, <sighs> very delicate stuff.
1: Did you get to heal your relationship with her from that story? Yeah, she
2: I, I loved her so much. I didn't even
1: stay mad for long. Just no, <laughs> okay. it was
2: over. you get Because now you're realizing it's like a new shocker. So now I realize I'm half an orphan.
1: Is that where this family comes in? The ones who we now know as your brothers and mm. your family.
2: My mom had a big brother who is the one who has been my guardian all, all the while. I've had many guardians, but he's been, oh. I've been raised by a village. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but he has been the one who was the constant okay. and making sure everything in my life goes mm-hmm. the way he hopes it to go. Okay. And he was also working in government um so he's the one who was always also involved even before my mom passed on okay my mom would always like seek his lean counsel. on to him yes yeah because uh, there are a few things he he would always say no to and i'm like why do <laughs> have to ask uncle <laughs> yeah. and um as a little girl they had wanted me to be in a commercial my uncle said no mm. My mom was excited about it. Uh, I was excited about it. But somehow, I don't know what happened. I think my uncle was like, no, I don't know. Because by then also those things were kind of tricky. Yeah. So he said no. Then I'm like, eh. Then again, I wanted to change schools. And he said no. So he always had he like a, there, a... He was there. was a proper power. big brother mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. Because even when she was trying to get her balance after she had had me, I would stay, I think, with some aunts. And she, we knew they were helping her out. Because she was young. She had me when she was about 20-something. Mm-hmm. They were a young couple, really. When I look at the pictures,
1: she had like a really big village to just support like, her. When yeah, she like needs.
2: I think that's why I'm also very adaptive. I don't box myself. I'm right. very open-minded, yet again conservative in a way.
1: Like a even then, when we're raised by a village, quote unquote. Yeah, th- there was um, a temptation to feel left out or lonely, uh-huh. especially now you were an only child. It's not yes. like you had siblings yes. to say we are in this together. Uh-uh. It was just you. It was just me. did you feel at like some like point? Yeah,
2: I did. I did. Well, my uncle and my aunt had always been involved. I had lived with them before okay. in Entebbe, then Kasese. Then, then my, when my mom now settled, I think, like, to get her own home because she'd come in, mm-hmm. go, come and go. Then she finally picked me up. I think I felt like I started staying with her properly from the age of three. Wow and that's when we had like our proper home. There was a time I wanted clothes and I told my uncle I would like some new clothes the ones i have don't fit me anymore but you can give me money and i go to Owino by then there's Owino and what <laughs> My uncle's like, no, no, I, I'll, I'll give you money and you can go to the shops with auntie. and Because for me, I was now putting, you know, when you put yourself like in this thing of, they like, can give me, I can go get whatever. Mm. As long as it's just it's clothes, something.
1: Eh? I'll be grateful for I'll anything. I'll be grateful. <laughs> eh?
2: and he, he, he kind of, I think it, it hurt him and he really took great care of me. Wow. I appreciate that. My auntie was
1: also supportive always. We are thankful to all the parents who step in and the guardians. Yeah, the treat. guardians are
2: good parents.
1: <laughs> yeah. True, the aunties and uncles. Uh, what's your first song choice, Cleo?
2: I'll go with Plenty. boy.
1: Barnaboy. boy. <laughs>
2: I love plenty because I felt like it's. Uh, I don't want to waste my days. Uh, I want to spend them in enjoyment, but yes. also like celebrate my wins and and be grateful of how far I've come. Right. Appreciate my journey. and uh, That's what I love that song. And and everything is in plenty. It's still coming. <laughs> amen. 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 <laughs> amen. <laughs>
3: Do not Start to move, start to move. Make like you smoke a little. Just they bounce with the groove. No carry do. If you lose control, then go bounce with your boo. I come like from my crew. I'm telling you. until they do? Lifestyle of a crew. Make like you dance to like the look. Like then go the look. Then go the look. Safe in that Like, for this life I day I want to be celebrated Don't wanna waste my days, I want to
0: Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh Hits for Uganda. Desert
1: Island Discs we just listened to Plenty by Burner Boy uh, your first song choice Cleopatra Kohirwe. Uh, you are an actor, you're a singer, you're a creative all round. Yes. Tell me about life now because you're 15 you have to go to school obviously you're sort of independent because as much as you're being raised by this village or whatever you don't have to form your own mind mm. your own things that you have to, who's clear you're going to be. Yes. At that point of to me about school, what took your mind, what made you happy? You
2: know, I was depressed, but like I drowned myself more in uh, school work, I, mm-hmm. I, I drowned myself more in the school choir, in the drama, wow. and then I ran for prefectship. I became <laughs> a library prefect. Wow, and then I was head of the school writing board. I started writing poetry, I would write songs which I didn't think I would ever sing, but my mind was reeling with so many thoughts, it became my Coping mechanisms. Yes, yes, and uh, that's when I became an alcoholic. Wow! Uh, it started from then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really an active kid um, and a, a very focused kid at an early age. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really, I can't remember that I really played, but maybe my because of my brothers, like I'm the one who taught them the running man, the moonwalk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would do the fun things together. Mm-hmm. Then basketball. I loved basketball in school. Um, that I didn't play professionally. I was um, physically active and also mentally busy. Mm. Yes. So all till university. Like I knew that I wanted to be a journalist. I used to think I would probably be on BBC or CNN. Mm. Funny thing is I never thought of being a radio host. Mm -hmm. But I think it's the first thing that I did. Ah. besides being in obsessions in my i was in bugema adventist Mm -hmm. secondary school after nakasero primary School, which is a
1: boarding school so
2: i was in bugema adventist secondary school a boarding school but they made a slash (laughs) The first term (laughs) of s1 they made a slash i got blisters i never slashed in my life and then uh i i dug eh, you know but Mm. what helped me is that now because of my creativity Mm. form two that's when i now went on the school mirror mm. and and if you are busy writing stories like writing I had a very nice handwriting mm. so I would write it so neatly uh, to put it on the board that's mm. how I started then I started now also contributing my own stories right. and um, and the editor was always really encouraging so it was a journey like everything aligning to now is things I wanted to do but I didn't know how they
1: would how come to, def- to or how to even define them really well yeah yes back then I don't see anybody who was now I think we've sort of made the media space yes. coveted but I don't think anyone was excited to just become a journalist or anything like that imagine
2: I was <laughs> I don't even know why my uncle used to watch CNN a lot and mm. and the BBC and right. then I used to listen to those stories. I was so into storytelling yes. and all this stuff. So for me it was uh, uh, it was intriguing mm. uh, to the extent that I got to Macquarie University, but I didn't get my journalism on government. Mm. I asked my uncle if I could go to the university of the one in uh, Nairobi. My another uncle mine told me they're really good when it comes to journalism, wow. and I would get that into the space of you Kenya. You really gunnery for this thing. Yeah, I was like really that <laughs> focused. But my guardian thought she just wants to go abroad. She just wants to go <laughs> play. Eh, Bambi. Yeah. By then, I think even him he was trying to control me. Of this girl has too many dreams. Eh, Kakana,
1: please. Eh, I am not Sudir, so, so do not oh take my me God. too fast. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I, I I want to hear how you then went to Obsessions because, if I'm not mistaken, you were still in school.
2: Yes, yes, When uh, you were
1: starting out with them.
2: Yes. I met Obsessions the first time they came to perform in Namasagali. Now, I went to A level at Namasagali ah. College in 1999. Mm. Yeah, I'm old, eh? <laughs> right now right now I'm forty one. No way. Yes, I'm forty one. You're aging
1: very nicely, please. Yes, and yes, you, send you. You are. You honestly are.
2: Now Sagali College Father Grimes brought out <laughs> the the artistic side of me more. I became more confident. Mm-hmm. They would train communication skills as well. So I, I became, I was already articulate. And I think Father Graham saw that, like, I saw I was, we, me and another girl called Susan Cassente was my friend. We were like the last to join the production. Mm-hmm. Because the production had been rehearsing for like even the previous term. Mm-hmm. But we sat there, we we're watching, and Father Graham's like, you, you? Mm-hmm. what's your name? Cleopatra, Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. And my name also. Mm. Then he was like, "Okay, you Susan." He told us to go in, and he sees what we can do. Yeah. We had already, you know, from watching, we had already learned the moves. Wow! So then we joined the production last minute, and that was like a big deal. Like how you watch these dance movies in America, mm. and they pin up a name, and then people rush to the board to see if their name is there. Wow! That that that's how big it was in that school. Mm we didn't know. We didn't know the impact of it. So for us, when our names were there, because I' were like, well, you guys are wow, you guys, are wow. You guys, wow. And we were like, okay, wow. But so I went to the National Theatre. Mm. And all that now opened up a whole new horizon for me of like, you know, I could actually do this professionally. Yes. I could. Because I used to perform in school and all that from primary.
1: As a passion, really. As a, as a mm. passion.
2: But now I was like, oh my God, how I wish there was that whole pedestal of like artists and we're doing this actually making money from this something I used to wish for yeah Something I used to wish for. So um that's when I got onto the stage and then that's where they saw me from obsessions. Um Ronnie, Mulindwa, and uh, I think it was Remy approached me and they were asking if I could join the group. They had just started the group in nineteen ninety nine. They oh, had just started. They had just started, mm. but now I was in S five. Mm. So I was like, I'll talk to my guardians and see because 'Cause they're like, Yeah, you can see But did you know of
1: them at that time? No, that
2: time they were new. They okay, were new. Sweet, yeah. Then they came to Namasagali to perform and we were blown ah. away. The professionally they were so, you know, like you're watching something on TV. <laughs> it was right. so clean cut. So I was just like, wow. And and I remember telling my guardians, I really, I think I found my, you know, like coming from your tribe. My tribe. I found mm. my tribe. these are the people I want to be with. Like I, I feel like they're really dedicated to to the performing the arts, and all yeah. what and and i hadn't seen that i think since umaru katumba there was a guy who was band, umaru katumba and yeah. his band and then they died in an accident or something yes. like that and it was so sad because they were, they were really also good anyway so my journey then of wanting to be in obsession started my From uncle watching said them, no
1: of course i would see how the no would have happened play. but let's hear your second song choice before we get into that story
2: let's play my power ah, by beyonce, beyonce with the other artists that <laughs> the, I don't know, feature. <laughs> right
4: Always in the lead, who you wanna be? I'm who they wanna be. B E A U T Y E. Never seen so much rage from a queen. Rage from a queen. Queen so strong, thought she was a machine.
2: Girl like your dreams, Sinclair regime. Turn to the max, can't forget vaccine. But front to me as a goddess, I'm tired of being modest. 100 degrees, the hottest. If we be honest, ebony, albino, black people win. They say we be demonic angel in disguise. I hate I have to disguise it. Why you gotta despise it? Rich in the mind, is why I'm making deposits Carry all the power, it's time to realize it.
4: Don't ever take my power Bar, this ain't no power. this that nappy, this that herb, this that kinfolk, this that skinfolk, this that war, this that bloodline, on the front line, ready for war, where you gonna run? Get loose, get low, get low, why you get loose, get loose, get low, get low, oh, gotta protect my grace, keep it locked in the safe, don't make me get back to my ways, my power they never take, don't never take my power, my power. My power, power,
0: Desert Island Discs On Capital FM, fresh hits for Uganda.
1: It's Desert Island Discs, and today we have uh, Cleopatra Kohire, who is an actress, a creative all-round. The singing, I think she's let it go for some time. I don't know if she'll ever go back, (laughs) but uh, the answer might be a no. But her second song choice was My Power by Beyonce. You were talking to us about obsessions. They saw you actually first in a play from Namasagali and they liked you but then they were just starting out Mm -hmm. but then when you watched them on a stage you thought this is it Mm -hmm. whatever this is Mm -hmm. I want it Mm -hmm. but when you spoke to your guardian he thought no Mm -hmm. I would see how I would have also said no Mm -hmm. as a parent Mm -hmm. Uh, but by the time you were telling him about obsessions was obsessions out there in a way you could tell him the other people this is who I want to join.
2: They really blew up so fast because mm. me, I didn't know them.
1: People <laughs> knew them. You, you were the only one. That's who was a dip,
2: yes, and people were dying to join in the group. Yes. You know,
1: he had seen them. No,
2: he also didn't know who I was talking about. <laughs> oh, is you guys? That he was like, "What story?" Who, He's like that who what? obsessions. What? Who are uh, obsessed with what? <laughs> I said, <laughs> "That music, dance, and drama." <laughs> oh gosh. Yes, and um, so he. He said no. I talked to my aunt. My aunt was like, you know what? Just give it some time. Like, yeah, you. Uh. Like, wow. I felt like my heart was tearing. The more they would say, he would no. say no, mm. my heart would tear. Because wow. I'm like, no, I think I really need to get in that. I need to get in that space. And for me, by then it wasn't about fame. I was thinking about making other people happy. I think I was sad, but I didn't know. I was. Yes. Uh, it, for me, it was a way to to, inter- express you to entertain myself. You. It's therapy for me. Yeah. I felt like it's my getaway from the real stress of life. I loved performing. Mm. I loved entertaining it was finally at campus mm. when he said yes I helped with the researching for the play Cleopatra mm. I didn't act in it but I danced but that's the one that he finally said okay you can be a part of the play. Because wow. I told him, he was like, oh, they do plays? I said, yes, I've been telling you. <laughs> You're you not do, listening. <laughs> yes, they do plays. They do what? They place And then I told him, even the mom is the patron. You know, Ronnie's mom, she used to work in Bank of Uganda. She was the patron. Really? By the time I was there, she was always with us.
1: I didn't know that.
2: But I joined finally at campus And after that, um, when I got his blessing, I really wanted my... Guardian's blessing. I didn't want to do it without him being okay with it. Okay, and I had proven myself, I think, and even up to now, I don't regret having been a part of the group. Okay, yeah, it helped me grow. I was about
1: to say, when you got in, was it everything you hoped it would have been?
2: It was a lot of work. It was (laughs) uh, what people don't realize is that we were really we would rehearse so much. Mm. We were always because everything had to be perfect. I'm telling you to be honest. I don't see. I don't see performers like that anymore like when it comes to stage performances I feel like they they're not in tune they're not in sync there is there's a gap there. Mm. The R V C had come out, you know, Kathy and uh, Rosemary and yeah, Vicky, Vicky yeah. and th- and Rosemary had actually been a part of obsessions for a bit. So there was mm. a bit like I was like that's a trio that I see as dancers that have mm. that power right now, which came much later. But I I feel we have that gap that, that you know that, like the mesmerizing kind of performance. Mm.
1: I think I met you around the time I was at WBS, yes. which you had also I yes, joined. You were still in obsessions, but mm. you were also, also present. Presenting on TV, even when people would interact with you at WBS, they would say, "But she's such a nice girl. I yeah, wonder why, why she's, she's in, obsessions. in <laughs> obsessions." And I feel like that's the news that kept going around. People would always look at obsessions as such a bad thing, yes. and then Cleo is such a good girl. And yes. why is a good girl in? What did we not understand? Why do you think there was such a, that, that kind of air around obsessions? And you know, your comparison.
2: And imagine the reason I got to WBS. Actually, they they cited me. I remember being called in to come and do a screen test, and they had cited me from all the like when we'd have interviews, how I'd speak, the you know the performances. I think the. I don't know. So I don't know. It was something about me, maybe, but also yeah. it was also because I was also in the limelight yeah. at the moment. So they wanted somebody who's also there, popular, popular and and can present. Yes. And uh, and I, I feel like I kind of got there because of, of being obses- oh, yeah. Yes. Being in obsessions, I think there was a misunderstanding from the people because dance by then was not. Um, Perceived as as a money making avenue, they'll be like, uh, are they really just performing and making money from that, or are they doing other things? And then also because uh, when even from the times of like the artists that we grew up hearing of or watching, Philip Bongo, Lelutaya, um, the the. Eli Wamala. Mm. I, I met Eli Wamala and when I was like 10 and it was amazing. I met Bale Francis. I think that's the... Meeting these famous people early, even Elizabeth Bagaya when mm. she had been in that Sheena yeah. Queen of the Jungle. Uh, my mom introduced me to her. They were friends and like the humility they had. Mm. I think I kind of had that in me as well because right. I'm like, I've met famous people. I've met big people and they're really down to earth. They're grounded. So for me, I was, I was just me mm-hmm. um, without knowing that it's doing anything. Mm and and the group people misunderstood everybody in that group was was a good person there was Charles Muzahura he was a caring guy very focused and dedicated and creative there was Arthur Kanyesje there was Ronnie Mulindwa himself was and they were young he was also a young 20 something Running a company, I think mm. we're really ahead of our time. He <laughs> right. was running a whole company with the assistance of, of his mom. Um, but but and and he's also growing, mm. but he has all these, and they, these are guys who m- maybe will also have girls had crushes on them. Mm. The guys are guys. They might have a girl here. They might have a girl there. But it doesn't reflect on all of us. Mm. Everybody was an individual. But it's just that we were so dedicated to what we're doing that we used to put in the time Mm. to rehearse and make this craft work Mm -hmm. in order for us to be
1: hired. It's actually quite sad that even until the point where Obsessions was disbanded, I don't think they ever got... I think they ended on such a bad picture. I don't know if that makes sense to you. I feel like It's a bad taste in Ugandan's mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, when you say obsessions, Mm -hmm. it's not what you're describing. The Mm -hmm. art, the creativity, the professionalism, the setting, the the, the pace and the bar high. Mm -hmm. Right now, if you just say it, I think it ended on, oh God, those people. You Mm know, oh God, the skimpy outfits. Nobody remembers the craft, which is quite sad because there was a lot more done Mm -hmm. on the craft side, on the Mm -hmm. creative side, on the work side, that people highlighted the Mm -hmm. negative a lot more than the good stuff,
2: especially when the tabloids came out, yeah. they used to kind of look for the most interesting stories. Why do you think we are not covered? I Me, mean, I'm not. I'm not really a big topic in tabloids or whatever because I'm not that
1: controversial. Was there anything said about you that you thought was crazy? absurd? <laughs>
2: yes, you remember this lady, uh, Miranaya. Yes, we had met, so I was hoping that I would work with her because by then she was the person I knew from Hollywood. who had done Mississippi Masala, Denzel Washington, who I adore. So. I do an interview on TV and then this tabloid just comes out and, uh, and I was with her on the, in, in the interview and uh, the tabloid writes first of all they were off they said Maraniya is a guy then they said I'm going to feature in a blue movie and you're like, blue movie? <laughs> what the, what the, what's going on here? Yeah. You know, that time I had to actually call and tell them to retract the story because I was like, you guys are just killing. Like, I, I I'll mm-hmm. keep quiet. But now, uh, starring, do you know what a blue movie is? Like, <laughs> do you guys, what is a blue movie? Like, honestly, for you to yeah. say that I'm going to star in a mm-hmm. blue movie. And that time I'd, i think, just done, uh, done Last King of Scotland, i done, I think, Yogera, the one where I was a deaf mute. Yeah. Like, really, it was an insult because we we're talking about Yogera, mm-hmm. um, so I was like, you, you don't know what you do to someone's name. When you're right. When you're right. And I was coming from a right, I'm a journalist, partly. Mm. You know, I, I'm a, I was a writer. Mm. So I'm still a writer. So I, I used to want stories that are authentic. I was more of that journalistic mm. ethic kind of person. Mm. I still am. So it used to really upset me when I would see people write something like that. That was one of the most ridiculous stories ever. And the other one that was absurd was, you know, they try to connect you to people that you're not actually seeing. Mm-hmm. All right. But those ones I go to
1: ignore. <laughs> uh. What's your third song song choice?
2: Um, I think we'll listen to Maurice Curia. Maurice Curia is a long-time friend of mine. Uh, he did this song with Chimera. Oh, Chimera, I think. Chimera. Chimera. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called Echoes. I love Echoes because it's about us as Africans right. and how we forget how green our continent is.
5: In this side of my country, we're dreaming nights and day. We hoping for a better day, a brighter day Got to make it anyway Looking up my brothers, my sisters They study every day About a history that's not their own They'll never get a visa any day And in our backyard There's a wealth that will never end But we're so blind to look behind They say the grass is greener on the other end We've been misguided About who we are If they are coming here Why are we going there? We should be reminded About who we are We are African kings and queens The African dream The Africa we know she'll never cry We don't know but even when we know we act like we don't know so think about it if i know but it never shows it kind of begs the question did i ever really know all i know is one look in the mirror tells me where i come from second look tells me what i keep running running from runnin', every dream every throne every possibility it takes a different kind of sight to see the forest in the sea and i'm that see somebody tell me what you see i'm that see What's the point of being me? I'm that seed slowly dying before I live. I'm that seed and this is way beyond me.
0: Desert Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda.
1: It's Desert Island Discs and my guest today is Cleopatra Kohiri. And that song Echoes is by two Ugandans, actually. Maurice Kiria and Chimera. Chimera. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you, you, you really don't know how to say these names. But um, beautiful, beautiful song. I will come back to this conversation around Maurice Kiria. But you said you were a writer. People don't actually know that you wrote in the papers for some time. How Mm -hmm. long was
2: that, though? I wrote for a magazine. and magazine, magazine. magazine. Mm. Uh, The one that was uh, major was African Woman Magazine, but I was also a contributor to Drum Magazine Kenya Mm. and um, some other Sanitation and Health Magazine. and another. There were a couple of magazines. By the way, I wanted to be in the newspapers, like to write for newspapers, but I never, ever got the chance. I would take my stories as well, but I didn't get in. Mm. But then I said, you know what? I don't even really want to write for the newspaper. I want a magazine. But by then, there was no magazine. But these are things, I think, that you kind of manifest. Because you keep thinking about and praying about and saying, God, just open open those doors, open Mm -hmm. those channels. By the time African woman came up, I'd already met... With Andre Ringen, mm-hmm. and I used to show him uh, my poetry and talk to him about <laughs> my <laughs> writing. <laughs> I can write. By the way, I think Pitching I was always like, all the time. yeah, like I would, and, and it would be conversational, right. you know. After I had done Zenji which was just a photo magazine, magazine yeah. At that time, I told him like, there's not much I can put in here because it was yeah. like the models, the yeah. what. I'm like, I, I want, I want something more, like, like. Editorial. He, yeah. he said, I'm working on something. When mm-hmm. it's ready, I'll let you know. So he put me on the editorial team. That's how my writing career, the professional side. For African woman, Started for mm-hmm. African Woman Magazine and I was there for like seven years. Oh wow. And, uh, even contributing for Drum Magazine Kenya. Kenyans are not easy, you know, mm-hmm. and they're very professional. So you have to have something extra that you're giving for them to actually work with you and I appreciate that they, um, Worked with me. I, I I contributed for Drum Kenya. I write scripts. I'm working on my own scripts for now. I haven't really like finished one, so I'm hoping to finish one soon. And um, I wrote uh, was one of the writers selected. We were five selected to write the book. It was called Footprints mm-hmm. by um, Goretti Bamwanga. She's the one who like put all these famous amazing women in in Uganda. I remember the them. famous faces. Yes. Uh, you know.
1: Special Zakazwe,
2: who, who, you know, and I did interviews of some of them. We each had 10 personalities to interview.
1: One of the things that I remember, and, and this is me asking how you got into acting, you were always the one person who was quite supportive and always thought the space was big enough for all of us to play. So when Cleopatra would hear of an opportunity... She would be the one calling <laughs> everyone. Flavia, come for an audition. So-and-so, please, there's this nice thing. She hasn't <laughs> gone to audition, but she's calling all of you to come and eat some of the pie. Yeah. And I think that's that's very commendable. Thank very, you. Very, very commendable. <laughs> because I remember thinking, so did you audition? I haven't, but let's go and see. Mm. And you're thinking, but, but you should be selfish. you know, You know? should, mm-hmm. But you always thought the pie is big enough. And I yes. think today it manifests because um, there's great actors and actresses in Uganda because Power Magic and other platforms have opened up the space. And in fact, now, it's true. The yeah. space is too big
2: yes. to cover. They want more actors. But back
1: then, mm. it wasn't too it big wasn't to too cover. Big. So
2: people would be selfish. I, I wasn't, I, I don't know. I, mm. I, I honestly, that's how I am. Mm. Even the times that I would like call you, to be honest, I used to be contacted as well. Mm. Um, by then, I uh, you, you remember I was already in the market for Kenya, so DSTV yeah. kind of knew me here, mm. and anything that channel O, like channel all whatever if they wh- if they needed somebody here or some or people they, they used call to you. call me mm. and ask uh, so do you I don't know we would want this kind of do, this edge group, mm. and for me I'd quickly think of the people that I sh- that should go because and imagine that time that probably I'm not the one going to be considered Absolutely. I'm not going mm. yeah. and I would tell you different people you should go and I'll tell you I'm going so that you go but sometimes <laughs> you tell some people you I'm not going and they're like now she's if not you going don't want it, why, are you why is us? she telling it? Actually, yes, it's a big thing yes. you know
1: I ended up working with Mnet for about four years with yes. Channel o, and it was you who actually told me to go for the opportunity yes. she called me one morning and said before the day ends I need you to audition I need you to send you an email and I need you to do it and she called me an hour later have you sent it yes. <laughs> and uh, I think thank you for insisting because that's how I ended up actually getting it was additions. an amazing one. Yeah, it it was, was a very a good one, which you executed so well. Thank you. So how do you actually get into now the TV acting, the actual acting? Do you even remember what your first role was yeah, off stage? Last thing of sc-
2: oh, of Wait, last, was King last King of Scotland. of Scotland was? Yes, and I think that's why it's the, like the mark. Like, yeah. It, it was my first film to be in mm-hmm. and it was a- alongside those amazing actors. Yeah. Kerry Washington, James McAvoy, Forrest Whitaker, oh my God, and the director was you had such a prominent
1: role that was... That right role
2: was supposed to be small, eh? but I think, you know, by the way, <laughs> I'm telling you God's blessings. I'm telling you because I was offered two roles mm-hmm. I spoke and. I didn't even know I was speaking to the director himself Mm. of the whole project, you know. Mm. And I was there with Richard Kawesa. Mm. So the guy is asking me, I have two roles for you. But one has um, a sex scene Mm. um, and it's in the beginning. It was the first scene, I think. And it's with James McAvoy. The character will be with James McAvoy. I'm thinking, I remember that. Someone else would jump at that opportunity of being with the big star Mm. on her. her." What about, what's the
1: other one? Mm. For you, nudity or any sort is a no-go no, area. No, no, I
2: was just like, nah. I was like, no, I, m- I mean, this is my first film on camera. And then the other one, he's like, the other one is a smaller role. Um, and your character is Joy. And um, you'll also still be alongside James McVoy and, you know, the, the first Forest But so then I mean, I'm just like, I said, I'll do the smaller role. Mm-hmm. But on set, the director kept telling me things to do like okay, Okay, can you say okay can you just like call him out and look there like i'm looking where there's no one please Mm. but on camera i'm just like this is amazing like what what i'm looking at the wall what's it going to come out looking like and actually those guys were at that like up there Mm. when it when the cut comes through i'm looking at james mcavoy and Ah. kerry washington's characters sneak away Right. But the expression I had, you'd think I was actually seeing someone. And by then, that was my first time on film. Right. So I think there's something that somebody sees, which I also see. Like I'm good at citing talent and I'm good at looking at people and being like, no, you know, do this, do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and someone just wants you to keep blossoming. Yeah, yes. So I think the director saw that in me. And that character Joy opened the doors for film. For me, uh, film and TV series, because yeah. now after that, the next one was the Kenyan series Changes, mm-hmm. and I got into the Kenyan market. And then people kept getting, well, like is she? Is she Kenyan? Is she Ugandan?" You know, that people yeah. never were never sure if I'm Ugandan, because mm. after that, I kept doing more roles. I I did uh, Changes in Kenya. I did be the judge. which was the Kenyan series as well that got me a nomination at the Kalasha Film and. Uh, Film and television awards in Kenya, and everything just kept on growing
1: from there. Yeah. So, Last King of Scotland was a Ugandan story of the late mm-hmm. Idi Amin. Mm-hmm. Um, that particular role was acted by Forrest Whitaker, a Hollywood. Yes, and writer, it got uh, him uh, quite. His Oscar should thank us. <laughs> yes,
2: got him his he Oscar. Should thank
1: us for someone like you who's saying that I, I would rather avoid the popularity, which ideally comes with if you go further. <laughs> Do you ever sit and say, "This is how far I would like my craft to go"? Like this would be a dream place to be, um, if I was on this kind of stage in this kind of movies. With the, what's that thing?
2: Um, now, for me, of course, you like any ambitious person. You want to grow bigger in the space that you're in, you want to, uh, for me, I would want to have more positive impact on the people that actually watch my craft or mm-hmm. relate with me. I always want, like if somebody actually speaks to me, they leave when they're a little lighter, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, less heavier than uh, they came. Um, cause, cause I, I want to uplift. I've, I've always felt like I want to uplift or inspire or motivate or encourage. And I think it's because I, I had such a, a tough childhood, like, not tough mm-hmm. that I suffered, but tough that I didn't you really have. Within, yeah, in. I suffered within, so I, I felt like I wish I could have like somebody I talk to, mm-hmm. people I would actually express myself to, and they're and they're listening. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why my listening, I think, comes in. There's someone who told me you're such a good listener when you're interviewing people, and just like you, like mm-hmm. the people I commend when it comes mm-hmm. to that, it's you, Crystal Newman, and um, even Mitch. Micha mm. Guang, and I used to admire Crystal. This, Mitch, Mitch, and Crystal we used to, I think, host together at one time. Yeah. So these are people that I also grew up watching, and now mm. we came to be with them in the same space. Yeah. You, you were young as well, and yeah. then we are in the same space, and now you know we're like age mates. Yet you know <laughs> we, we aren't. Yet
1: we <laughs> no, are we're not. not, not. That far. We're not. We're not that far. <laughs> yeah. But
2: you know, it's amazing what mm. our craft can do. So if you're in that space with the right mental attitude mm-hmm. and, 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 and purpose. Because there's a purpose. We are on this earth. So for right. me, I feel like there's a purpose and a destiny that I need to fulfill. Mm-hmm. And I keep telling God to just not take me anytime sooner until I've accomplished it. So I would love to get into a space where I'm able to impact other people, help other people more. If I could be able to m- make money mm. whereby in the future I maybe have like a uh, an NGO mm-hmm. or I don't want to just create it now. I don't want. I don't. I'm. I'm always thinking long term. Right. I don't want to create something that will fizzle out after a year or two. So you're I still, w- thinking, about it. I'm you're still, still thinking
1: about it. I'm still thinking about
2: it. I'm still building it. And if I'm to ever be able to get into everything aligns with time, but that has always been my vision of being able to do something that impacts. It might not be an NGO. It might be an a mentorship space mm. for creatives and right. already right now I'm actually doing that. I'm mm. working on, we have something called Creative Fridays mm. that we do every Friday at Motive, Motive which is a yeah. hub and it started, believe you me, I didn't plan it. Mm. But this is God like aligning things for me. Mm. I'm that I went there as a panelist uh, to speak on my experiences and all that and you know, share my knowledge and give my advice right. and before you know it, you're kind of feeling like, you, they're not telling you but you feel like you're being in a a family that is working on something and then you're feeling like this is actually bigger than me i, I think i want to stay in this interesting so that's what i mean i'm, I'm i and i think that's why i've always done what you yeah, say that yeah. i do I, I tell other people to go for stuff
1: she has also done radio um she's been on on, on radio both actually here this is this was your My first home,
2: home capital. <laughs> capital Radio, <laughs> and,
1: and then you moved on to many different radios but um i remember the late Banji. Most yes. people would have known people back in the day would have known the late badges. One of the
2: best w- DJs for old uh, school yes, music. Oldies music. Not old school.
1: Oldies. Oldies. Uh yeah. one day we're at WBS T V, which of course now doesn't exist anymore, but I'm I think at about sixteen years old and I'm sitting having a conversation. You know one of the things you have like over just a cup of tea just yes. chilling in the in the production room? And there were three people. It was me the late Banji and Cleopatra Cohere mm-hmm. And I think my conversation was around that I wanted to leave the show at some point mm-hmm. and I wanted to go somewhere else. And the late Banji said, radio, you should do radio. radio. Mm-hmm. And you were actually already here at yes. Capital FM yes. doing radio. And you said to me, please, absolutely do it. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's nice. This is why. Your voice. Yes. <laughs> and I think a few months later, you came to me and said, did you? <laughs> Did you consider going? And I said, uh, you know, no. And you sat me down and walked me through it. This is what an audition sounds like. This is you literally gave me the blueprint to go and try. I did. I did. Yes, I did go and do a a, a voice test at another radio station, which didn't pan out. Mm. But eventually, when I was ready to come to Capital to do a test, Mm. I still had a a small conversation with you. Mm. Don't be afraid. Go for it. And so when you say mentorship, I you trust remember. me, I, I remember everything. So when you say mentorship, I feel like that's more of your calling. Yes. You're very gifted at your creative craft. But do it. Do it. Do it, do it. Do it. Do it. Mentorship is your thing and you Thank can do you it. So, much. What's our fourth song choice? And then we'll come back to the juicy details of you being <laughs> a mama.
2: <laughs> um, I think let's go with my, um. I love this one. It's Rotimi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rotimi I love him because he's uh, an amazing actor as well yes. amazing actor I watched him in Power and he was eh, a bad Andre <laughs> like a bad boy and he took off an SMD, <laughs> East African girl yeah. so Make You Say is a song that I feel is all about unity and it's such a I, I love it I love the beats I love everything in it right it so easy yeah
3: I look you in your eyes Oh I'm jealous can you believe it? What you want to myself Tell me can't start leaving
0: Discs on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda. It's
1: Desert Island Discs. We just listened to Rotimi Make You Say, uh, which was your fourth song choice. Cleopatra Okohere. We're in your final part of this conversation. You are a mom. She actually, (laughs) I I can't believe that Aviana is like, how old is she now? Nine. Nine Uh, nine and she's as tall as (laughs) you and I. (laughs) Time flies. I I remember years ago, um, nine years, okay, well, there, there about, almost They're nine born, years yeah. ago. I had an interview with you because I was starting out with YouTube and you broke the news to me that you were pregnant. Yes, Do you remember that? you
2: were one of the first people to uh, Yes, know. and then you said,
1: outside of the father of my child... <laughs> I've told you. I'm like what? And you were excited. I think you were probably afraid of what life could be. Yeah. But, but you were still so excited. excited. I remember saying you would make such a great mom because oh. you care about everybody else. <laughs> How is motherhood?
2: <laughs> motherhood is quite something, Flavia. Now mm. we can talk about it on yeah. the same level. Yeah? You're even a mom of what? <laughs> three. three. now. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, it's it's quite something. Um, mm. I'm ever learning. Okay. Learning to be more patient, Mm -hmm. learning to listen, yeah, uh, learning to check myself because you know, the kids are very intelligent and they can be like, But mom, you said this (laughs) the other day, and and, that's what I'm changing your mind. (laughs) Hey, I was focused, but I think I'm now more focused. There's someone even said, Besides you and uh, work and motherhood, (laughs) you need to.
0: Find try something and else. Have a life. <laughs> yes, you know, right?
2: Because I was in like in the dating space. I was mm. not like, uh, you just know, just go to
1: work and take care of her. Yeah, yeah. And then wow. when my
2: last date, I'm thinking, no, I'm, I'm in a relationship. Wait, yeah. At what point? I'm in a relationship. <laughs> I'm in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but, but you don't have, you know, people actually get to realize. Yeah. I think because the dad of my kid is in Kenya, mm. they would not
1: see me much with anyone. Right. Yes, you're not married yet, but you've You've dated on and off. I don't know how you believe that side of your life has been. How would you describe it? Especially I'm asking because you're the person who has said, I always want to make other people happy.
2: Even with uh, my baby daddy, we had to learn to communicate better. I'm right. a communicator, yes. I'm a writer mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Uh, he wasn't good at talking about yeah. things or, you know, communicating. I think we are much better off now. In, we are in a much better space. He's also much more mature. He's older than me by, like, two years only. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you normally, a woman, if it's of two course. years, a woman is ahead by, mm-hmm. like, five, right? Yeah. In, bra- in brain. Yeah. The way we think, it's, like, mm-hmm. naturally. I don't know. We would have a quarrels, fights, and all all <laughs> that misunderstanding is there, yeah. Mm. Text, text, text. Uh, now we're no longer there. Wow. It's, um, if I even feel that he's probably getting upset about something, which I am not a cause of, and he's... I tell him, we'll talk about this later, because mm. I have to stay in communication with him because of my daughter. Yes. I do not know. It's, it's not
1: about the two of you yeah, anymore. You not do share
2: not, It's not about... I even told him, it's no longer about me and you. That, that chapter kind of past. Yeah, but this person. Like, there was a time I was invested in you <laughs> and me. <laughs> and we slept on that job. Yeah. So, like, now, really, it's is more about her. And first of all, be happy. Mm-hmm. And I have to be happy. I Because there was a time when I did not understand. I used to feel like love. Oh, my God. If you're in love, mm-hmm. that other person has to be happy. Even me have to be happy. All the time. We have to be together. <laughs> it's like all the time. You know? Glue is like kind of, kind of that yep. kind of love Romeo and Juliet I would die for you I was yes. that kind of person wow yeah I, I, I'm, I'm such a romantic wow that now where I am I'm more mature mm. but also very very careful to allow someone in my space and right. when I allow someone in my space I don't know how to have one person and another and another mm. it's one person those who know I dated Peter Miles mm was like for four years but that was also a roller coaster and then Mm. again we were young you know he's we got to talk about it later on he apologized and we apologize i apologize yeah like it's like i got (laughs) to be apologized to by my exes wow including my baby daddy he also had that conversation. Mambi is a good man. I, I appreciate <laughs> him. Like, yeah. most people expect you uh, to talk about somebody that you're not really with to be badly. Mm. But um, it, even him, I think, is trying to cope with it. Because he doesn't want us to break up, really. He doesn't want us to be apart. But it's been hard. He's in Kenya. I'm here. So, it's been really hard on us. Mm. And I'm at that space where I'm like, no, no, no. Let's be real. Let's be factual. Right. It's been years. and. Really, we're not the together. We're not together. So yeah. he's still adjusting to it. For me I have mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. am moving on and I am ready to, to get married. Yeah. Yes. I believe I will get married. If I don't get married then it's okay. It's not my destiny. But mm-hmm. I I love I love. love. I love marriage. Yes. I love I love my daughter having a stable unit. Um, oh, which my, I lacked. Um, I didn't
1: have it. Yeah. So you want to give up. that to her. Yes. So you're currently on Prestige. Wait, have you finished actually filming um, for the we last... We finished uh, Prestige in yes. April. It's we did the final season. Final season. Season finale. was season three. Because how many years had you... Had it
2: it was coming years? like two, three years. Imagine. Yeah. Been roller coaster, none, mm. No break. Nothing. Like yeah. you break off maybe for a few days. Was years. that a good experience? Um Mm. Not really. <laughs> it, it had no. I'm, I'm, I'm. I. I do not. I'm nice, but I'm no, not listen, like. I'm very I love honest. The honesty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is clear up to nowadays?
2: I'm up to creating my mm. own stuff. I'm kind of quietly working. Yeah, I'm on a script as well. I don't really like talking about what I'm planning or doing because we sometimes might, we
1: might sabotage you. <laughs> it's it,
2: not even that. Like I feel like when you. It out there mm. before it really f- uh, comes into fruition, it's like you're counting your eggs before they hatch, and uh, sometimes it's a jinx, or you mm. kind of um, I, I just plan quietly, but uh, um, I'm also. There's some projects coming, so yeah, mm. I, I can't really say right. much, but I'm working on that craft, like the writing or by finishing my my script and maybe also collaborating. I'm trying to do more right. collaborations with different writers and different creatives, and um, I'm working on also having my own company. Nice. So mm. may that go well. Indeed. There's one more thing I wanted to say because yes. I, I it kept it stayed on my mind, but we we missed it. Mm. Um, about obsessions. Mm. Um. Uh, I appreciate that I was in obsessions for seven years Mm -hmm. and I'm glad for the journey that I went through because it helped me become more confident with my arts and my yeah. performance and being in obsessions is what opened all these other doors, doors for me. Yeah. For me, I feel like life is a canvas and the way you paint it is what it will give you back. Mm. If you're very negative, you'll get a lot of negative energy back. back and if you're not appreciative of the journey, you're not going to be appreciative of where you will be. You're going to keep looking back and mm. for me, I feel like everything we go through in life is meant to be for a reason. Yeah. For a reason. Yeah. Yes.
1: Wow. If you could look at your life, I mean, I mean, we all learn lessons of the maturity you're even discussing just now. Mm. What would you leave with our listeners who, that you know this is what life has taught me? Could be one thing, could be two, could mm-hmm. be three. What has life taught you?
2: life has taught me that um you can never write somebody off, mm. and by that, I mean, if I met you, Flavia, today, and maybe we did not let's say get along. Um, in a few years from now, you can never know where Flavia and I will be and we have to actually work together. So for me, I believe that you always have to make sure that you add to whoever you meet rather than take away because the person you take away from might be the person who will have to give to you the next day. And if you have left a bad taste in their mouth, they will never forget that.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, it's been an honor to hear your story and to also pour into you and tell you the good stuff you did you
2: know <laughs> thank you so yeah. much you gave me flowers give <laughs> you your
1: flowers thank you so while much yeah here. Here. what's our final song as we wrap the show
2: uh on that note i think i'm going to have to ask you to play for me alicia keys brand new you me. love alicia <laughs> i love alicia and i met her and i Aww. think she's amazing yeah and she's such a pure soul um misunderstood sometimes but aren't we all it's okay. Right? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's uh, okay. So brand new me, and Alicia I think I'm keys. still on that path. This song is old, but yeah,
1: I'm also. It's a beautiful. I'm also song. becoming a brand new me every day. <laughs> we are the only people who can hit refresh. Humans, yes. you can hit refresh at any point and reset your life. So it yes. makes sense. Well, thank you so much, Cleo, for sharing your story. here on Desert Island? This brand new me, Alicia Keys wraps us. This and many other episodes on anywhere you get podcasts. Capital FM Uganda. Good night.
4: It's been a while, I'm not who I was before You look surprised, your words don't burn me anymore Been meaning to tell ya, but I guess it's clear to see Don't be mad, it's just a brand new kind of me Can't be bad, I found a brand new kind of freedom. Careful with your ego, he's the one that we should blame. Had to grab my heart back, got no something, had to change. Thought that you'd be happy, I found the one thing I need. Why you mad? It's just a brand new kind of me. It took a long time. If I talk a little louder If I speak up when you're wrong If I walk a little taller I've been under you too long If you notice that I'm different I'm taking personality. Don't be mad It's just a brand new kind of me And it ain't bad I do is open I can finally breathe don't be mad it's just a brand new kind of free that ain't bad I found a brand new kind of me don't be mad it's a brand new time for me
0: Desert Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM Fresh Hits for Uganda